rising middleweight prospect, Dustin Stolzfus. What's going on, man? Uh, how's life in Germany? It's all right. Um, weather's been good. Uh, we're still sort of on lockdown over here, so not too much going on. But, um, yeah, keep keeping active, trying not to get too bored. You're originally from Pennsylvania, but you spent most of your career out in Germany. How did you end up in Germany out of all the places in the world? Um, actually, through school. Uh, during my uh, undergrad, uh, I studied at MTSU in Tennessee, and I did an else. Um, an exchange year in Germany um, back in 2012 to 2013 and um, really liked it here and then I ended up coming back for my master's and have been here ever since. Were you training throughout all those years? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, when I came back the second time uh, in 2014, shortly after is when I made my pro debut with uh, We Love MMA in Stuttgart and um, yeah, so I've been training the whole way through. That's why I don't have a whole lot of fights per year um, because of my studies. So is that is that all over with? Are you are you graduated and, and completed the school? Yeah, I graduated last year, uh, a master's in translation, um, and was hoping to really, really be able to put a couple of fights in this year. But uh, as we all know, the COVID-19 sort of put that all on hold. But Hopefully, as soon as this is all done, I can pick up where I left off. Yeah, you know, it's out of your hands. I think just everybody in the world is just on a standstill now. So you can't really do nothing about it. Just make the best of the situation that you have. Uh, are you still training, though? Are you out there in outside in the park? Or is there what's the training situation for you right now? So I still live in a um, um, a house full of students. Um, there's up to eight students live here. Um, and we are fortunate enough to have a, a little courtyard where I have a couple of mats, I have some kettlebells. Um, I do two online courses for the schools where I'm a trainer. Um, so that keeps me moving. And then um, like this morning I went to the gym, I have a key and then just trained a little bit uh, either by myself or with my girlfriend and just lift some weights, do some technique, stuff like that. You don't get any of the other guys that live in the building to come train with you, spar with you a little bit, you know, just the body, yeah. right? You need one. Yeah, um, I'm mostly, well, right now I only live with girls um, who have no uh, martial arts experience, so I don't think any of them would be too keen on that. All right, all right. Um, when I was looking at your uh, your record and, and I saw that, I don't know if you only had one amateur fight. Is that true? No, I had four. Um, they just don't show up anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, my first one was in Millersville, Pennsylvania. Uh, never trained MMA leading up to it, but I thought it would be fun. Uh, ended up losing that one by points. And then the other three I won. Um, and yeah, then I made the switch. Why, why did you decide to start fighting, though, you know, you had the school and everything going on. Was it just for for fun in the beginning? Yeah, um, <laughs> I had been I had done a little bit of wrestling in elementary school, um, but I actually stopped because of weight cutting. I didn't want to cut weight, and they were already doing that when I was like ten. <clears throat> and uh, 
so I stopped doing that and then was doing football and some other sports and then started getting knee problems and I switched to martial arts. And uh, my first year of college, I was sitting in my, my dorm room and was, UFC came on on Spike back then. And um, I, I saw their technique and I was like, uh, these guys aren't that good. Like, like with kicking techniques. So I came from like a Taekwondo, mm. uh, Tung Sudo sort of background. I was like, these guys tick, uh, kicking techniques and some of their punches are really, really bad. Um, if I could just learn some ground game, that, that could be something I could be good at. So then I started with a little bit of BJJ and things like that. Um, and then a year after I started BJJ, I tried out fighting. And uh, yeah. I've never looked back. If you uh, look at the, the the finishes that you have throughout your career, most of them are submissions, and they're all different submissions too. It's not like most other fighters; they have like one or two submissions that they like to hit in a fight. You're just different everywhere. You're you're uh, you're varied in your approach. Um, did jujitsu come easy for you? I don't want to say easy, but did it come to you naturally? It did. Um, the The background that I had in wrestling, even though it was only a couple of years. Um, really, really came out strong in my jujitsu, um, and I had a, I had a knack for it right away, and fell in love with it very, very quickly. But um, if people watch my my grappling matches too, the submissions are all over the place. Um, I'll once in a while for a couple months I might have a favorite submission, but that changes then really quickly, and so you'll see. A span of time where I get a lot of guillotines or I get a lot of arm bars or whatnot, um, but it's just always changing. I'm a huge fan of learning, so I, I love to learn all the new all the new techniques and um, I never really get too bogged down with just focusing on one thing. So I have a very very varied approach, and uh, I got my techniques everywhere. So people need to watch out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, your last fight, GMC 23, I believe, you pulled off a twister, and that is something yep. that, you know, is not very common. I think there was one last year in the UFC. That was only the second one ever in the promotion's history. Was that something yeah, that you were playing what... around with recently and that just came to you in that fight? Um, I've been doing twisters a lot in training. Um, I really like it. But I wasn't actually really trying to go for a twister in that fight. Um, I like the control that you have from the twister back mount to strike, actually. So you can really lean back far and get a lot more power in your strikes than with a typical back mount. And um, because my, my opponent was a very short, very, very strong guy, I actually didn't feel like I had a whole lot of control in a normal with my normal hooks. So I decided to focus on one leg, lean back and strike. And then he turned into me and I was like, oh. You're giving me a twister. Well, I'll take it. Um, so it wasn't actually really the plan, but just worked out that way, which is the way I, most of my submissions come. I put someone in an uncomfortable position, and then they sort of just fall into a submission. Well, that's the best way. Did you watch the the Bryce Mitchell, Charles Rosa? He had like five twister attempts. You know, that was pretty crazy. Did you watch that? I think I, think I just missed that fight. Um mm -hmm. We had some technical difficulties, and I think I missed that one. I saw the end of it. But, yeah, he got his uh, his first twister in the UFC like a week after mine. I was like, <laughs> nice. 
Twister buddies. He doesn't know me, but yeah, we could be friends. Yeah, definitely. Twister buddies. That's something you could, that's something new. That's something you could, uh, that definitely, it's a very exclusive club. You know what I mean? It's not like there's a lot of guys out there that hit that in, in a fight. Yeah. You got like the Korean zombie and, um, thug nasty and, well, I haven't hit it in anything as high as UFC yet, but maybe someday. For sure, for sure. Now, in 2015, that was your only setback as a professional, right? And yeah. uh, and the first loss is the one that you never forget, most likely. What lessons did you learn from that fight that you carried on since then? Yeah, that was, uh, I think, my fifth fight that I had scheduled in five months. Um, so I learned I need to take it a little bit slower, um, and, uh, not put my body and my mind under so much strain. I was not the, my mental state for that fight was not very good. Um, and I just couldn't really get into it. And, um, so after that, couldn't, couldn't really put on couldn't flip the switch uh to to really go for it um i don't think there's a copy of that fight like anywhere but i have like a phone recording of it and uh at the end of every round i was able to get a dominant position and actually do something but it was always like right before the end so it was like so it was really really frustrating to see myself or even in the moment to feel that i could do it but I just wasn't able to really, um, yeah, as I said, flip the switch and actually just, just do it in the fight. And so, um, that really made it clear to me how important the mental side of things is. And, um, I started developing strategies to get myself in that correct mind space to really be able to compete, uh, at a, um, consistent and high level. Well, it worked out, man. You nine in a row after that and, you know, killing the yeah. game. Uh, since going over to Germany, have you been just working with one particular team or is it a, a few locations? Um, I'm a uh, self-proclaimed gym gypsy. Um, <laughs> I got my home here where I live in Germersheim, um, Frankers Fight Team. I've been here since day one here in Germany and love it here. I love my team. But... uh it's a very good Muay Thai school, but I'm the MMA trainer. So it's mm-hmm. to to work on my ground game or MMA specific things. I need to go and travel other places. Um, where I'm at a lot is I'm actually wearing the hoodie right now, Planet Eater, where UFC fighter Peter Sabota uh, trains his gym mm-hmm. down in Balingen. Um, so shout out to him. Love training with him and his guys. And then um, I've been starting to go to Matrix Jiu-Jitsu with a really, really good BJJ black belt um, in Kaiserslautern, and um, then wrestling. And um, there's there's a lot of wrestling groups in the area, and so I got my wrestling team in in Speyer, which isn't too far away. And uh, then of course my my Luta Lever coach in in Landau. So I'm sort of all over the place. Um, I uh, haven't, yeah, have a lot of gyms that I train at, but my home is here in Germansheim. Yeah, it just seems like most fighters, they're they're like that. They have different locations that they go to, and, and that's just 
more common nowadays than it was before. Um, you were set to fight, or actually you signed with Brave Combat Federation, and you were supposed to fight in March. Of course, that was canceled. Have you talked to them about rescheduling this? Do they know when they're going to come back and do events again? Um, I haven't heard anything from them as far as when uh, um, they're going to start up again. I don't think they know either. It sort of depends on every every country's a little bit different with their regulations and I think they're all just playing it by year right now. Um, but yeah, they um, they never officially canceled the fight. They postponed it. Um, but I'll just I'm not gonna wait around for that specific fight. I'll take the first thing I can get. Um, I you don't make a whole lot of money from MMA here in, in Germany, so I'm still living like a student trying to get by on a couple thousand a year. So um, having a big fight like that fall through is, uh, was a bit of a hit. But yeah, so I'm keeping fit, keeping ready. And as soon as anything comes up, I'm ready for it. So You ever thought about going back stateside? to to see if there's more opportunity over there or are you set on just being in in europe um my home is is here in germany right now i i go back to the states a couple times a year visit my family um and there i do like to to train around um i have a a gym back in lancaster that i like to train at grace 717 um but uh and i try Especially now, I try to go up to New York um, when I can, and um, hopefully I'll be able to train there a little bit more often when I go back to visit. But um, I'm much, much better um, connected here in Germany. I, I can go pretty much anywhere I want and train with really, really good guys. And even training at other international high-level gyms that you hear about, uh, when I compare that to the training that I get here in Germany, when when you're really focused and uh, you pick and choose your training partners from the entire country, it's comparable. It's I don't really feel like I'm at a disadvantage because of my training situation over here. It just requires a lot of, um, yeah, motivation to go out and construct your own training plan on your own. Um, there's there's no one who's going to just be handing you your entire program on a on a silver platter. You need to go out and do it yourself. You've been touted, you know, by multiple publications as uh, a a big talent in the middleweight division. Do you have a preference of like where you would like to go? Is there a, a end game for you, like a promotion? Um, not so much. Uh, there's the really cool thing about MMA anymore is that there's a couple of really good promotions. Um, I know a couple people that have experience in Fight for One, um, mostly kickboxers, but I've heard lots of really good things from them um, about One FC. UFC is obviously at the top, um, but Bellator and Ryzen are also good organizations. And and Brave is growing quickly, too, as well. So um, I just want to end up somewhere where I can really test my skills, really grow, really see how good I am and how good I can be. And 
hopefully make a little bit of money while I'm at it. Definitely. It is. A, that's the main goal, right? Is you got to make a living. You got to be able to survive, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I do the sport because I love it. Um, not just because of the money, but you need the money to be able to do it the way I do it. So um, I can't, I can't live like this forever. Um, at some point I'll need to decide to get a real job or um, really just go all in and actually, yeah, make a little bit more. Well, you do have that degree, right? Just in case, yeah. which is very, yeah. very helpful. If you even if you decide to just get a job while you're uh, fighting too, right? Yeah, and that's the reason why I did that. I, I took my time in the beginning, so I have, have something to fall back on. I don't want to be one of those fighters that uh, they're through with their career and then they're looking around and they're like, "I I only know fighting. I don't know what I should do after this." No, I have I have my undergrad. I have my graduate's degree. Um, I, I'm good. Um, <laughs> so. I just want to do the sport. It's not necessarily the easiest road, but it's the road I want to take. And um, I'm I'm enjoying it. I really, really am. Uh, even with all the setbacks this year and um, through my career, this is this is the life I want to live. This is this is it. Hopefully, uh, everything opens back up. Uh, when are they saying, you know, in Germany they might open it up and let people be free somewhat? They're starting to now. Um, I don't know what my state's going to be doing in the next uh, couple couple weeks. I think June is when, when we're looking at possibly being able to open up the gym again. I know in other states like um, North Rhine, Rhine uh, Westphalia, I think they're opening up gyms now. I may I think for the first couple weeks without contact or so. But they're a little bit ahead of us, but hopefully we catch up and um, hopefully we can get back to somewhat normal pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, man. All over the world. Uh, hopefully the travel bans are lifted and people can fly back and forth. I think that's what's most important for you, right? Because you need to get out yeah, of Germany like, to make yeah, money. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and money. So. Yeah, so... It, it all, it all, you know, it all intertwines. Uh, man, I'm, I'm glad I got you on the show, and, and hopefully you do get something set up in the next couple of months, uh, maybe June. You know, June seems like the month that everybody's gonna go back to having shows just internationally. So, uh, good luck to that, and, uh, and thanks, man, so much for coming on, and, and, and be safe, man. That's the number one thing, I guess. Thank you. Appreciate it. Stay healthy. <laughs>